0: And yeah, we filmed around BC for a summer. I got paid really good money. I think I made like nine grand in six weeks just out six. of school. I was like, "What wow. the?" I was like, "What the hell?" That's like, huge. it was a long time till I ever made that good money again, <laughs> actually. But I was like, yeah. "But I was like, whoa, you could actually make like I didn't yeah. realize it was a job really until right. then. And, yeah, and man, that man. was totally. like, holy shit. It's the Factory Friday
1: podcast. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. And welcome to the Factory Friday podcast. This is episode 10, our first milestone. Uh, today I'm here with Noah. How's it going? Uh, Kelly Veltri. Hello. And our special guest, uh, Thomas Bauerbank. Hey, you guys. What's now, up? Thomas is a director and D.O.P. Um, I first met him when he was renting some gear from us here at the film factory to do uh, a crazy wicked car commercial And uh, I've seen a ton of his stuff that he shot at Area 51 I'm always jealous that he's whipping around the track with some really cool cars (laughs) How's it going?
0: Good, man. It's going well
1: Yeah, busy summer for you already?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's been pretty busy with work and kind of a new addition to the family I've got a little little daughter now, so Oh, congratulations congratulations. Thanks, guys So, yeah it's a bit different this year, kind of crazy amount of work, but very rewarding yeah. and, yes. in lots of ways, yeah.
2: <laughs> so, so tell us a little bit about yourself.
0: Sure. Yeah, I, uh, I got into filmmaking as a teenager, like through skateboarding, so I grew up pretty serious into skateboarding, like... Uh, I was sort of sponsored by the local shop and would would watch like videos, like skate videos and sort of be like, oh, you know, I want to create something like this, sort of the the old school like fisheye look, you know, where they just throw a fisheye lens on a camera on a handy cam and kind of get footage. Yeah, exactly. So got into it that way, like sort of getting a camera to be like, hey, guys, friends, like can you film me? And no one really wanted to film me. So I ended up filming other people Mm. and uh, kind of, yeah, I really enjoyed it. So we made some funny like skateboard videos and. ATV videos and stuff back in the day and then when it came time to go to post-secondary kind of out of high school I I sort of found out about Cato last minute and ended up going to Cato and after that uh, Started working a bit in the commercial industry and yeah now I've been doing it kind of for 10 years and I I travel around quite a bit uh, directing and Shooting and doing the post work on on commercials and, and marketing films and some personal kind of projects as well So yeah, that's sort of where it's at Very cool uh, what's the uh, the most recent project you've been working on? Um, I just got back from Sri Lanka actually uh, mm. in April, which was like one of the most beautiful places I've ever been. But got kind of heavy near the end there. There was mm. some some oh. stuff that went down. Yeah. So yeah, it was a pretty wild experience. It was like something from out of a movie, man. Was that <laughs> like government
2: uh, civil unrest kind kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, that? well, there was actually there was a terrorist attack. Like oh. yeah, it was pretty Jesus. it was pretty heavy. So we were like, we were shooting there for 10 days. Uh, what were you doing there? I was actually, a, it's a linen commercial for no, like, fully, yes. for yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 in, yeah, in Spilenko, yeah. You know, you know how like advertising is right, right totally yeah. random. But anyways, yeah, uh, for a European company, we were shooting a, a linen commercial. And then we're actually, we're shooting for a tech company, a second commercial. But we're going to have to go back now because we sort of had to stop in the middle of uh, things and, and get out of there. So yeah, it was kind of wild. No <laughs> doubt. That's yeah. nuts. Crazy. So what, what what happened with the attack? If we're allowed to ask her. uh yeah, I mean no, I I no, like, I don't know like that, like we can sure talk it. about it. I, d- I don't want to make like the whole thing about it or whatever. Yeah, but I'm just curious. It, but yeah, no, it was like we were basically we we're we we're shooting in a city uh, called Colombo, which is like the main sort of port city there. That's like a I don't know. It's been a traditional port in Asia, I think, for am not don't quote me on the dates, but like 500 right. or thousand. I don't know. It's yeah. it's been sort of a, a central hub. So, anyways, there's some really cool locations, and we were scouting uh, sort of all around the city, a uh, few different kind of key locations. And then we we actually were scouting for our second project first, and then we sort of had to go shoot these mood films for this linen company, um, sort of in the middle of Sri Lanka, like more rural, like in the jungle kind of thing. So we went out of the city. We're shooting for uh, two day. Well, we did a recce day, and then we shot for two days, and then we were driving back to Colombo to shoot the second project, and basically we just got a call like on the way like one of the producers called me he's like hey there's been a situation like something's happening like we got a plan like you guys are going somewhere safe but whatever there's been like a, a bombing so yeah it was wow. it's actually it's really heartbreaking because that country has kind of had some civil unrest in the past and they've been mm-hmm. doing really well for the last mm-hmm. 10 years so when we went there we weren't suspecting anything we're like no right. this is going to be you know just a chill trip like re- we've heard really good things but yeah, so anyways, it was it was really sad. Like, there was, I think there was, like, 300 people had lost their lives oh, and stuff. Oh, wow. yeah. yeah, It was pretty heavy. So, yeah, we, anyways, we ended up, things were pretty stable. Like, everyone thought, like, oh, no, like, nothing else is going to happen. Like, these things usually work where just sort of one thing happens and that's it. And so we went on to shoot the next day, like, pretty close to some centers in the city. And then things started getting heavy again and mm. it just got to a point, like, the produce, like, we finished the shoot, that day of shooting, but it was, like, as soon as we finished shooting, producers were like, no, let's get out here. Like, we have flights yeah. out here. We're going to it's India. Good. Like, oh, yeah. got, So like, we just... Yeah, and then okay. we couldn't get into India because, like, we couldn't get visas fast enough, oh, wow. so we had to fly to Dubai. It was, like, crazy. <laughs> it was just not... stressful. Yeah, it was, like... It was heavy. But, like, honestly, back to the production side of things, though, like, no, it was one of the most beautiful countries I've ever yeah. shot, like, the, the wildlife and the, so the nature and stuff started.
2: So you've traveled, like, quite a bit, um, like, for work, I mean. Um maybe just list off some of those places that uh, you've been
0: to sure yeah i yeah got to travel quite a bit with with filmmaking which has been really really cool because i i i love to like fly quite a bit too when i was a little kid i always wanted to be a pilot so yeah. i'm kind of a nerd well, like i yeah. actually like the flying although some of the flights suck especially when you're, you are know, a crammed economy oh, or something yeah for like, 12 hours oh, yeah, can't imagine, imagine. <laughs> but anyways back to your question um yeah, some of the places I've shot, I've shot in uh, Canada, sort of west and east coast of Canada. Same with the United States, uh, Mexico, um, Nicaragua. Uh, I kind of I've done some sort of personal shooting in Europe, like I did a p- backpacking trip in Europe back like after college. But actual like professional shooting, um, more so in Asia lately. Like I've shot in Japan, uh, Singapore, Indonesia, and sort of some of the some of the islands in Indonesia, like Bali and Lombok and stuff. Uh-huh. So. Yeah, just, and then most recently Sri Lanka. Right. So, like,
2: you kind of get to, like, uh, know make a little bit of a vacation out of it too or
0: uh yeah it's it's getting it's starting to get there it's hard at first because you you get these opportunities and you're like oh i want to do really really good and like super focused on mm-hmm. trying to just right. do a good job and like right. not go to bed too late and stuff but <laughs> yeah. You, like Brush yeah w- 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 and, well yeah. when you're when you're <laughs> shooting like 18 hour days and then it's like oh, oh we got to shoot again tomorrow and yeah. you're like <laughs> trying to look at script notes and stuff you're like fuck yeah. i don't know <laughs> but yeah. no it, it's fun like now it's getting a bit more chill and i try to like enjoy it a bit if we have a couple hours like whatever go to the pool or do something fun for a bit (laughs) (laughs) and like and like how do you
2: land these sort of gigs because like you know you can probably imagine that there's not a lot of people who are just sort of waiting by their you know their computer waiting for the email to come in (laughs) hey come shoot a linen commercial in uh, Sri Lanka with me so what's uh like
0: like like how do you like how do you find these sorts of clients yeah it's it's funny because like I I used to really like expensive some time doing that as well, where you're like, Oh man, no one's like, no one's reaching out, like, man, I'm not getting a business. But it really, it really comes mm-hmm. down to like um a lot of self marketing. Like, right. not one of these jobs has been someone that just like called up and was like, Hey, well, it never this. is, right? It's yeah. it's something that like, Oh, it's somebody I met once at some event, or it's somebody like, you know, I i email, used like MailChimp and email marketed out to people and like was sharing my portfolio or. Maybe they heard through word of mouth. Like it's mm-hmm. always sort of a bit of a backstory, or like you know you just introduced yourself. So, I think I think a big turning point in like being able to find work for me was when I met uh, one of my mentors. Pro- well, probably like the biggest mentor I've kind of had in filmmaking, which is Mark Toya. Um, he was like a big inspiration, just watching stuff online and whatever. And when I had the opportunity to meet him and and you know start getting some advice from him, I really picked his brain on like how do you do this? Like how do you <clears throat> do the the marketing side of things and it honestly it it really just starts with your portfolio like no matter what you're in like filmmaking photography music like it really starts with your portfolio and just showcasing what you're capable of because i think when i when i started like early on i would always like see kind of in my head like oh i could do this i could do that and try to like share that with people what's possible but like people want to see proof they want to be like Mm. what have you done so like really just comes down to creating like a body of work, even if you're not getting paid for it, that's just really good. And so, really like, spec of. Uh, commercials, yeah, exactly. So, did a lot of spec commercials, okay? Yeah, yeah.
2: How many of those, like, have you done? Because, like, on your site, I've like, I've noticed a couple where, like, sometimes I was like, oh, like, I think that's Kelowna, yeah, but it's like a big, <laughs> like, brand, and just so, sort of, like, it's yeah. got to be a spec uh, yeah. commercial. So, yeah, you're right. There's so, uh, th- So, you just kind of like come up with an idea, get some actors, get some cool costumes, props, just do whatever you have to do, and, and just and just. Pretend like you're getting paid, I guess. And well, <laughs> make yeah. it awesome,
0: and just like, and you know what, people are pretty down to do it as well because like actors are trying to get good work for their reel, and so if you're really you show them, hey, I'm like we're gonna make this really cool, like yeah, they're trying yeah to whatever, yeah. they're into it. Like same with locations, especially in a place like Kelowna, or right. if you're not in a huge uh-huh. center, people are like, oh, you're filming, yeah, cool. Yeah. Like you know, like Geo Bean or somewhere, in yeah, there yeah. Where it's just like yeah, oh, yeah, film, right. but. Yeah, no, I I, I did like a, a fair number of those and then I still do them like I, all the time. Like I, that's one of the things Mark has always said. He's like, don't stop doing your own work because mm-hmm. you really you're going to limit yourself because the jobs you get hired for, y- they might pay the bills and some of them might be really good, but a lot of them are like not necessarily going to help you that much in terms of your real. So just mm-hmm. always totally. like continuing to push your own work, I think is really
2: important. Interesting. Like, y- y- you know, like I think that's something that a lot of uh, corporate guys commercial guys kind of struggle with too, because like, you know, a job's a job and you know, you, you know, you put, you know, the same amount of effort into, into any job because you don't want to fail the customer and, and you know, it's your name is like behind it. But like at the end of the day, it just like, you know, it's like a, I don't want to say like, it's soulless, but it's kind of (laughs) soulless in a way where like you're just making something for somebody Mm, else. And like, you really have to continue to, to push yourself and just make sure that like you keep your foot like on the pedal to keep whatever you want to do going and and not just sort of like get lost in like the spiral of like corporate I, commercial I always, work right? i always
0: tried to think of it like what would like steven spielberg do if he had to do this shitty corporate oh thing, my god right man. and like and start having fun <laughs> with it because he's like well fuck it'd be good probably right like yeah, so yeah, you start to realize like you can make anything good and and it can be a fun challenge too because like we're in a world now where all the clients want everything for nothing and they mm-hmm. want it really fast. They mm-hmm. want this and this and this. So like, you know, challenging yourself and like, Hey, how simple and fast can we do this, but mm-hmm. make it cool. It can, you know, like it's all relative it might not be your best project. Do you
2: like usually cool. like draw like inspiration, like for some of your ideas from other videos?
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, from all kinds of things. Yeah. And I think it's really important to just look at really good stuff, like watch really good work because if you watch tons of really good work you're gonna get influenced by it and like Mm -hmm. learn stuff from it right if you watch a ton of kind of mediocre like you know just like any person on youtube work then you sort of start to like you know like you it's like you might as well think big right like you might as well just try to watch like the best stuff you
2: just like watch like like a lot of um of stuff or 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 is Uh, it just
0: yeah like all kinds of things there's like there's some like publications that will show you some pretty cool work too like american cinematographer and like some of those like magazines there's like think one's like international cinematographer magazine or something that's online and there's oh. like visual effects ones directing ones and just c- sort of like browse what's doing well too like you can go to like youtube or vimeo and look at the stats of like what the top ads were that month or whatever and mm, kind of cool. check them out if that's what you're into yeah
2: um do you have um an agent because i know like a lot of director dps or, or just directors or just dps uh, at least in like vancouver anyways a lot of them will have agents and they'll find the work
0: yeah i I do now have a few um, I haven't like officially s- I, well I've sort of signed with one of them officially where in, in that market like in the UK I only work with one company okay yeah. but otherwise I'm just like kind of a free agent like mm-hmm. I, I have people that rep me but I'm not signed to any particular one because I that's something mark kind of taught me as well as he's like you know it's gonna be really tough for you because if you sign to just one agent then you're like you're really at the mercy of what they send your way and, mm-hmm. you know and like you're you're, they're not going to send you enough to keep busy all year mm-hmm. like you got to have like 10 as least to be getting enough work right wow. busy all year. like or at least yeah. in my experience yeah. with what i'm doing right yeah. now but but then i mean i'm sure there's some level too where if you get like you know the biggest agent nelly or something i'm sure you'd be okay but yeah
1: and <laughs> so were you sending your portfolio to those agencies or those agents
0: and yeah getting your your work in front of their eyes in order to make those connections exactly yeah just okay. sending stuff out and just keeping contact going and like you know be show them the human element too like call them you know like if they're local meet with them just like mm-hmm. it makes a big difference when you say hey how's it going and they know you're a real person versus right. like you know they get hundreds and hundreds yeah. of emails from spam stuff. email so, or something right yeah so just like make it, at first it's a little like you know unnerving and stuff but it's yeah you get used to it and then it, it really helps you and you just kind of do it that way so
2: mm-hmm
1: did I say Area Fifty One when we first intro? Yeah, Twenty Seven. Yeah, it's Area Twenty Seven. <laughs> I've been on this huge alien, uh, alien. Oh, me too, man. Watching,
3: watching too video, much Joe so Rogan, man. Yeah, it's that Bob Lazar podcast. I've been talking about this Bob <so> Lazar.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but Area Twenty Seven is uh is the name of the uh, um, of the racetrack in uh, here in the Okanagan. It seems like you had a really good um, relationship with them, shooting on the track a lot. And
0: yeah, yeah, I. Uh, always kind of been a car guy growing up and stuff so when i heard that racetrack was mm. i heard some whispers about it happening i wanted to figure out who it was and sort of try to get involved so yeah i just i reached out early on and then we ended up working together like having a good relationship and yeah now i actually like i kind of got into cars and like was able to sort of trade a membership for some of the work i did out there so oh nice yeah it's it's like a, it's a good situation and and it's it's brought some other work too because they sort of have some different b- manufacturers and stuff coming through there so yeah, yeah, I know uh, Jason with
1: uh, Tonnet uh, reached out to you for that specific reason. All your work that you did over there and stuff like that, and that commercial turned out great.
0: Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, that was a fun one. It's like it's cool to do people uh, stuff with like some local like groups and stuff too, and shoot locally because, yeah, it's just like it's, it's neat to just showcase the Okanagan and stuff. It's a really kind of cool up and coming company i think yeah yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. beautiful
1: locations here in the okanagan so it's not hard to you know watch a motorcycle whip by your camera and, and hang out in the okanagan sun all
0: day yeah that was a funny one i think we we shot out of the back of like a minivan a lot for that one <laughs> just like hanging out yeah. just and like it, the funniest yeah. thing like was film was just, school style yeah. just like yeah no totally trun- and all went, the yeah, roads like were, like were totally were down. <laughs> well we, we actually did pretty good on locking down the roads but we had like yeah it was just a ronin out of the back nice oh. and it was like the it funny w- the funniest thing too that day was um, like we, it was sort of last minute that someone found a van because they're like oh we're going to shoot out of it and I'm like "Well, we need a me- vehicle <laughs> so, so they were like oh we'll figure it out we'll, we'll figure it out so we get there and it's just like there's this like old school like uh, I think it's a Dodge Caravan or whatever but like, like really old school like 90s whatever yeah. soccer mom van yeah, kind of thing totally. yeah totally and they're like we found a van, and then we like open it up and it just like reek like weed <laughs> we like, what the fuck? And they're like, we don't know. Like this, like, we think this may have been transporting weed or something. It's just like a random thing, but then it turned out being like the best shooting vehicle because the back seat actually like folds down. Oh, yeah. It's like a bench out yeah. the back, and that's I could amazing. Like it was, and just like you could seat belt yourself. And yeah, nice, wow. Nice. But yeah, it's, that's that's like kind of an interesting thing too that's probably like surprising is a lot of the projects I shoot are done. Like, you know, just like ghetto stuff. <laughs> like make right, it work. Right. Like they're not always big budget, but you like, you just kind of get creative and like try to replicate the same shot. Somebody's doing with more gear, you know, right. As simple as you can, I guess.
3: What would you say? Like your, your favorite thing you've done so far, like, like commercial work, like films, like what, what would be the thing that you're like, Oh, if I could do this full time, like all the time,
0: what would that be? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I'd like to do like film work like I'd like to get into like actual like you know features and like really cool storytelling like eventually but in terms of like what I've done so far i I really enjoy automotive stuff like i really i've like it's a, it's a lot of fun to shoot cars and like shoot cars doing badass stuff on like tracks <laughs> and stuff so that's that's definitely a focus is like automotive. But well,
2: like And like, you know it too, right? So yeah, like, you it's know, like what like angles work, you know, like, mm. you know, lenses and different techniques and stuff like that. Right. So it's kind of like stick to what you know. Yeah. And I if mean, it's paying you too, well then even better. So
0: totally. But at the same rate, like it, it's another thing I'll always say is like for people trying to sort of build their portfolio and stuff, like it's super useful to just like diversify. And I guess that's why, like, I don't know, I, I, that's, that's one of the focuses for sure that I like, but. I try to do like a little bit of everything because like, then you just like have a really good portfolio too. you like it's more diverse cuz right. a lot of times people like send me jobs and they're like oh have you done this and it's so specific but if you haven't done it they won't yeah. want to take your reel for it oh, so yeah, they'll be like right. have you done like anything with Batman like or something like just something like <laughs> what <laughs> so it's like as as diverse as like your yeah. reel can be it's like yeah it's it's helpful so I try yeah, not to sure. focus too much on anything and then yeah I don't know I guess it's kind of, of it's
2: kinda good to like, you know, as, as a director or a DOP is just sort of like that mixed bag of tricks, you know, I mean, cause, cause like, I mean, even like we get that a lot sometimes too, when like people are like, Oh, like, have you ever done like a real estate video and just sort of like, well, like, yeah, we have, but like, it's not our, it's not our best work. You know, I don't, I don't know if this is the kind of thing that I want to be like representing what I can do. But here you go.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. It's almost like having that diverse portfolio just shows that you have this. Well, wide just range that you can do everything, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. but yeah, it makes sense. Exactly. It, it's yeah.
0: funny though, because like, there's definitely some differences in genres, but like we all know, like if you can shoot an apple, you can shoot an orange. Right. Like, it's like you're kind <laughs> yeah, of yeah, just yeah, putting yeah, something yeah, else yeah. in front. Of. So it's kind of funny that they want that sometimes, but yeah, it's it's helpful. That cool for sure.
1: Um, what, what do you have on the horizon right now that you're working on?
0: Um, I'm. I just shot some stuff with Area Twenty Seven. This the last, of course week yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which was super fun. So some stuff coming out there in the next couple of months. And uh, this the first project we shot in Sri Lanka actually just launched. Like they had their launch in Amsterdam for this company. So mm. I'll be able to share those pretty soon, which will be neat. Looking.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And do you post that all on like your social media and stuff, or or, or do yeah, you prefer c- just to keep it to the website and
0: um. Yeah, I got kind of, I got the, like, I have a Vimeo account, and, which is probably the main thing I use, but, like, all social media I kind of post it on, and, have yeah, I have a website as well, so, cool. yeah, it's just all of its sort of uh, websites, com and, and sort of find me on Instagram and, and Facebook and stuff the same way, so, yeah, I just, I share it all, and, yeah.
1: <laughs> Do you edit all your projects as well?
0: Um, most of them. Uh, this project in Sri Lanka is actually the first time someone else has edited some of my stuff. So mm. it's been kind of an interesting experience. Mm. How do you feel about that? Uh, I just like parts of it. I don't like other yeah. parts of it. <laughs> <laughs> but it was actually pretty cool because they were going to have them edit it all. And I sort of pitched, like I did a, a set of mood films. They're sort of like a traditional TV commercials. And then I shot like a mini documentary for them. the documentary was super like gorilla and i was Mm -hmm. sort of like dudes you like you should probably let me edit this because like i don't know if anybody else is gonna make sense and it sort of i got i talked them into letting me edit that one so it was pretty cool but yeah it was it was interesting to see someone else work do with your uh play with your work and it's good you know like people bring stuff to it so it's it's good to collaborate yes yeah like sometimes (laughs) it's
2: good and sometimes it's bad right Mm -hmm. especially like if you're like really in love with like a shot and It didn't make it and you're just sort of like well why not like that's the best shot you know what i mean but 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 then (laughs) it always is interesting at least like when i make like uh, short films i always like somebody else to even just do just like an assembly cut and just sort of see like where it's going and -hmm. then kind of come back and do more of like a finer cut but just having like somebody else just with a different eye on things just be able just to piece it together and then you're kind of like oh it actually is a lot better than what i thought <laughs> it would have been and i'm glad you did this for me but yeah yeah it's it it can it can suck though too when <laughs> someone just just destroys your work sometimes or just doesn't represent it well yeah so
1: totally yeah yeah i have a hard time just sitting down at the computer for hours and hours and hours and hours and just editing so i, I always liked if i could somebody else can just kind of come in start cutting together i can poke my head and be like, oh maybe try this, 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 and then leave again and come back. And I'm yeah. like the
3: complete opposite. I just I love crafting the story in the editing room. That's that's what I'm about. So um since you've done so much travelling, I'm sure you have a numerous amounts of crazy stories. What's one crazy story from your travels?
0: <laughs> <laughs> or
3: a few. Or you um, don't like, you know. Okay. Since you have so many.
0: Uh crazy story from travels. Um There's a couple I can't tell. (laughs) (laughs) There's always a few. (laughs) Tell uh, Tell them. Let's hear them.
2: It's
0: from Montana. We don't need to worry about that. (laughs) (laughs) I think one that's pretty crazy and it just kind of, I think, shows, like, you never know where jobs will come from and stuff Mm -hmm. is, like, there's this period where I I got, like – I was like a little bit bummed about filmmaking cuz I was working like at a local company here that like wasn't super passionate. It was like how we're talking about that corporate stuff. Mm-hmm. It sort of like, you know, sold their soul and it was like, "Ah, oh, this is what it is now." Like it was just really like wasn't very fulfilling. Anyways, I I went traveling for a while. Like I saved up. I worked like in construction and mining and I saved up and uh, just randomly went traveling with some people to Nicaragua ended up meeting these people that owned a cigar factory hmm. and then like now i've been back there like four times and shot two films for them and stuff cool and anyways we're like i don't know it's just it, like working with those guys was one of those moments you're just like seeing in a situation You're like how the fuck did i get here it's like, <laughs> super fucking random mm-hmm. and like i mean this isn't that crazy of a story but it just i think it just makes you realize like never like, don't turn down opportunities or think, like, you know, nothing's happening for yourself. Like, just who cares? Maybe it, you'll think, like, oh, I'm over this and leave for a minute. Mm. But then it becomes this thing where it's, like, no, it's going to bring work right back to mm. you. And, like, yeah, it's just, like, I think traveling super motivating for whatever you're doing. So, hmm. yeah, I think Nicaragua has been a cool experience. But, yeah, obviously, like, the thing in Sri Lanka, is pretty hard to top that. That was yeah. pretty probably the craziest yeah. shit that's happened so far. Yeah. Fair like. enough. You do, like, yeah. a lot
2: of... Um, might almost call them like brand films, yeah. I guess. Right. Where there's sort of like a mini documentary um, because I saw your uh, cigar one. I uh, probably like a couple of years ago at least. Right. It was, yeah, it was pr- yeah. probably two or three years, years ago. Yeah. That's right. um, but yeah, it's kind of like a really cool uh, like documentary commercial for them. Almost.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's like sort of almost like branded content. But right. It's like, uh, sort of, yeah. Yeah.
2: Do you think that that like that like that's important like 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 i guess when you're talking with clients are you trying to sell them a brand film as well Um, because you did say that you made like a little documentary for this other company
0: that it's it's always different like it's it's i honestly they're okay like the the cigar one was really really fun to make and i knew knew those guys really well and the the Lanka one was went pretty well as well as well but i actually enjoy like the tv commercials like the shorter form stuff more narrative like i enjoy it more mm-hmm. just because you got like so much control over things you can really like pull the art out of it i guess if you want to say that um but yeah the documentaries are important like i think they're uh, they're a really good way to like sell a brand because you learn about them and you see a guy on screen and you can usually tell whether the dude's like passionate or truthful or right you kind of see a bit of the the company more so than just like smiling faces and logos and shiny things so yeah i think it's really really good uh useful tool for businesses like on any scale um so yeah i always if people are interested in that thing or, or i think it would work well i try to pitch that for sure cool
1: and you said, uh, going on that trip to Nicaragua, it kind of like re-sparked a certain passion for filmmaking into you or well, like, I,
0: I, it's not like I let the passion go. Like when I was traveling, I was always thinking like, what do I want? Oh, I just want like something that works, like a good editing system and a camera. Like I was like, I'm still dreaming of <laughs> film stuff. But I just, I think it was funny that like I got a job out of it, like a couple jobs. Right. Mm. It was just like, you had beers and like smoked cigars with some random people you just met <laughs> and then like you got jobs out of it. That's I just awesome. think it's kind of funny. Like it's sort of backwards. It's like I it wasn't traveling for work to begin with, but it was like you traveled just randomly and then it became work. So oh. I guess yeah. that's sort of a different side to it. I just
1: find being stuck in the valley sometimes, like uh, uh, as we said before, it's obviously beautiful to shoot here. And we, we're so lucky to have so many beautiful locations, but you just get so used to seeing the same thing over and over and over again and like even just traveling out to Vancouver with a camera for me it was just like it I don't know it just felt like it just re-sparked something inside me where I was just I was just more passionate about filmmaking after just getting out of the valley so I could imagine going and seeing all these amazing
0: cool places would just really get you fired up to keep shooting and and capturing new things for sure it's fun man even in Canada we're so lucky because like if you have a v- if you have a car and like a tent, you can drive to like you know like Jasper or Banff or mm-hmm. somewhere super beautiful and like shoot a spec or shoot you oh. know just stuff for your personal stuff or portfolio or whatever. So yeah, traveling helps for the real too, for yeah. sure.
1: Yeah.
2: You said before that like uh, you were wanting to sort of get more into like film and like that kind of uh, narrative uh, um, cinema, I guess. Um, are you are you wanting to shoot or are you wanting to? director or or, uh Uh, all of it yeah (laughs) yeah
0: Yeah. i'm a bit greedy when it comes to my filmmaking like (laughs) like i said now like i'm starting to like obviously work with some other people on stuff but it's like like mark makes a good point about it he's like sort of like an artist like like tracing out lines of painting and then being like here like he's kind of fun to like fill in the whole thing and and do like some of all of it Mm -hmm. um so yeah i'd like to I mean, my writing isn't necessarily the strongest. I don't feel so. I'd like to maybe work with some people to develop a concept, like based on some ideas I have. But I'd like to direct it and well, shoot it. And like what kind
2: it, so. of uh, um, concepts, like like, like um, genres or just basic stories? Are you kind of? I'm pretty. Looking
0: at? I'm pretty into like. Uh, some sort of visual effects heavy like sci-fi kind of stuff like interstellar and that kind of mm. like and sci-fi oh, no, is they're... so hot right now <laughs> so so hot. it's so hot right now but well, no it's as hot as noah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but
2: but like you know in terms of like distributors wanting stuff it's like sci-fi mm. yeah you yeah. know like look at like netflix like right oh, now and it's like all it's netflix insane though. yeah mm-hmm. like sci-fi slash horror that's a
1: yeah, I find some of the best cinematography comes out of sci-fi stuff also because you can just get so creative with it. Some of the colors and stuff like totally, that. Totally, exactly. Wacky yeah. lighting setups.
0: Mm. So, yeah, I got a few, like, sort of proof of concept ideas I've been working on for some of these ideas, and I kind of want to shoot some stuff. Are they, like, summer. feature
2: film ideas or just, like, yeah, just whatever? It's just it's, like,
0: feature ideas, but more so, like, right now, I have some sort of key scenes. that have. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I shot one with with an actor down in like, LA last year as sort of a little like precursor to it and there's some other stuff like i like to shoot around here i don't know if you guys have seen like that chime observatory down in uh, oh yeah whatever near is it that? Yeah, yeah, yeah there's like yeah. some sick locations down there so i want to shoot this one scene anyways
1: sweet so still yeah. going with that proof of concept <laughs> idea that you did with
0: the commercials but
1: yeah that's what film. that's
0: kind of what i'm thinking is i before i try to get too many people involved or like just try to get investors i want to sort of be like here like look here like this is what it could be so right you and show up a couple scenes and then I feel like that might be a good way to do it i don't know we'll see
1: yeah well that's what uh chelsea uh Ma- mcavoy i suck with names but chelsea mcavoy she she said that like when she was looking out for funding mainly with her documentary work but any work just build a trailer that people can't say no to and then bring that to you, the people you're looking to get funding from and if you know instead of just a piece of paper with or like you talking in front of a camera and I thought that was cool. Good yeah. yeah. I mean,
2: I mean, for like sure. it's funny because like I've heard a lot of people say don't do that. Yeah. But, but I think that just comes down to like a money point where just like, don't spend $10,000 on this because right. it might not go anywhere. Mm. Yeah. But I be mean, prepared
0: to just not like, if it, not be anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But,
2: but like, I mean, yeah, like, you know, totally like if you can sell the idea visually and be like, this is what I'm trying to go for. I just need 4 million more dollars to do it. <laughs> right. <Yeah>. so, <laughs>
0: yeah totally what are you shooting with nowadays mostly a c100 mark ii still oh no, okay, the old cool. c100, c100 eh yeah i mean now like on these bigger projects where i travel it's you don't always have unlimited budget but you usually kind of get to pick your camera just like, rent something yeah yep. so like we'll shoot red or we'll shoot yep. like a7s uh mark ii or like whatever so some i haven't actually shot much on alexa but i've quoted a few things on alexa yep. so sometimes that seems a good option but yeah it's just most of the local stuff I've done and like portfolio stuff, though, is all just shot on my C100. Yeah. So.
2: Do you like, um, like a hire crew, like local crew? Um,
0: wherever I, you're shooting, I'd, I mean, I love to. Like, I've, I've hired a couple like assistants and things a few times, but it's honestly really challenging for me to get bigger budget local projects. So, like, most of the time I get projects out here, it's sort of like we really only have budget where it's like, you know, I'm just going out shooting, maybe an assistant, something like that. But in the future, I mean, I'd love to try – as I was talking about car stuff, I'd love to get some bigger car ads out here. And then when, mm-hmm. when they're, like, real budgets and, you know, get full crew that's local. What awesome. about,
2: like, when, like, you're traveling? Like, like do you have a crew with you or is it just, like, a one-man show, like, in a producer kind of thing?
0: Um, so it's been different. Like, when I shot in Tokyo, it was a full-on, like, it was, like, a, I don't know, 15, 20-person crew. Oh, wow. Thing. And then, no. like, yeah. So, it was, sometimes it's like that. And then uh, this last one was just me – Two producers, three client people, and like s- some days we had like a grip, or some days we had a sound right. guy, and it was like pretty minimal. But yeah, Yeah. Um, do you have a favorite director? Uh, one of them is my mentor, Mark Toya. love yeah. his stuff. Um, uh, uh, I think sorry. I know who. Mar- yeah, I wanted to yeah, ask talk also. about
2: Mark for a bit because <laughs> it, the name sounds f- like familiar, but
0: he's uh, if you guys, if you guys look up like Mark Toya Red. Like he's one of the big poster childs yeah. for Red Cam right now. He's done quite a bit of their marketing. The last he's wearing years.
1: like the slick like, um, like leather jacket almost, like short black hair. No, I don't no, totally well, off.
0: He, he's like this big Aussie guy. He's like this big Aussie dude. I
1: feel like I've seen him before, and yeah, he's, he, got, he's like DOP director also. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. That's why I was so interested in him at first because he's he's somebody that kind of does it all. He shoots, directs. Edits, does visual effects. Yeah, I think the yeah, 2016
1: UI. show, I think there's like fireworks and stuff, a bunch of fireworks and yeah, stuff like in his, his, work and his
0: stuff's freaking
2: so, crazy. So, so he's you meet a DP?
0: Him? He's a director DP. Okay. How'd you yeah. meet him? Um, I found his stuff online, and then I added him on Facebook and saw that he was at Big White randomly, which was really funny. So, well, so you stalked fu- him. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I, Classic. So yeah, I saw he was at Big White. I sent him a message like, hey, this is what I do. I'd like, love to have a beer with you. And like no reply. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. Next year he came to Big White, and I sent him another message. And this time he said okay. So yeah, I met him, and we had a beer. I helped teach him and his kid how to snowboard, kind of. Oh, there you go. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, nice. And uh, yeah, then just kind of hit it off, and he started sort of helping me out, and we sort of visit every year when he comes back. So it's been cool. Yeah, he's 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 got like well, a looks great. Even just the thumbnails of all
2: there, of eh? his vi- or have all of his videos look
0: look yeah, awesome. Yeah, he's it's. He was like one of the first adopters of Red and stuff. He's got like every Red released and like usually the number one or two or three of the. Eastern oh yeah, American crazy. Thing. He was like me hanging h- like
2: on his mantle. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, I think he's got like
0: four uh, dragons, two Heliums, oh, and no. uh, two Monstros right now. Oh, okay. okay, so yeah, <laughs> just like nothing. Yeah. He, he was showing me the hydro- <laughs> hydrogen, like the one of the prototypes, like the ones. Yeah, like Brad yeah, Pitt and shit. We're looking at. He's just like, oh, yeah, check this out. It was like, what the uh, fuck? <laughs> <That's crazy. laughs> cool screen, but it was actually, the phone wasn't working too good. It was kind of funny.
3: Interesting. <laughs> yeah.
0: But yeah, no, so he's one of my favorites. And then, like, in terms of, uh, like, big kind of Hollywood guys, like Christopher Nolan, I really like his yeah. stuff. Um, And just the main dudes, like Spielberg, Tarantino, I like those guys. Too. Yeah. Classics.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Nolan as well. That's, that's always my answer.
0: Yeah, his stuff's crazy, man. So, so cool.
3: So when you got into the film industry, did you ever have like a like an oh fuck moment? I can actually make it in this industry.
1: You changed it. It was an oh shit moment. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're 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 uh, polluting we're my polluting mind. Your mind here. It's getting worse are you shitting than the her? <laughs> or are you fucking right
2: now? <laughs> <laughs> I, need God. I need to know. So it, it's like like
3: the moment where you're like, oh shit, I I can actually make it in this industry.
0: Yeah, I think. I mean, there's. There's probably lots of doubts after at certain points, but the first one was definitely like when I was right out of high school. Um, Before I went to Cato, actually I was like signed up to do forest firefighting with my buddies, like the uh, initial attack, I think it's called. And we were all kind of like, it was getting close to the final sort of training where they pick a certain, like, couple dudes and two dudes don't get the job. So we're sort of like, shit, because like, we're all buddies and we're like, who's going to get the job? And then all of a sudden, a uh, career counselor at my school was like, hey, there's this job with the forestry to do with filming, Tom. Like, I think you'd be good at it. And I was oh, kinda what? like, what the hell? So I looked into it and it was like filming the firefighters for the summer. Oh, cool. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'm out, guys. Like, Yo, where, <laughs> where guys. is this job? Yo, sign <laughs> <Yeah>. me up. <laughs> yeah, so it was, it was just a random contract for like the uh bc forest service and cool. trying to find students and so i was like oh, i probably won't get this job but like i'll try like that would be sweet so i went and applied and this is i grew up in burns lake like a small town up north so it's like a pretty small place but anyways we went to this interview in vanderhoof which was like a little bit bigger of a town like, <laughs> <laughs> vanderhoof's uh, not yeah. that big no yeah. it's tiny <laughs> it's like a couple thousand people but anyways um went to the interview and it was just me and this other chick. It was the only two people applied for the thing, yeah. and they interviewed us like this big panel. It was funny because they had it all, <laughs> it was all like, legit, and it was two people. And they ended up uh, picking us both. They're like, "We're gonna hire you both, and you guys can make this thing." And th- this other dude's gonna help you out. Somebody that was sort of a professional had been doing it. And yeah, we filmed around BC for a summer. I got paid really good money. I think I made like 9 grand in 6 weeks just six. out of school. I was, like, wow. Wow. I was like, "What the I was like, "What the hell? Like, it was a long time till I ever made that good money." Again. <laughs> but I was like, yeah. I was like, "Whoa, yeah. you could actually make like I didn't realize it was a job really until yeah, then." Yeah. And and that totally. was like, holy shit. Yeah. You could actually Yeah, it was a holy shit moment. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. That's, That's cool. That That's uh, really cool. Yeah, your
1: career counselor told you also cuz uh, it was filmmaking was never um pitched to any of us as a job at least when i was in high school and stuff so that's sweet that they kind of pointed you in that direction
0: yeah totally that's a good point definitely and so what brought you to Cato? um i mostly i just that's all i knew i was like oh a film's cool that's cool like i honestly didn't look into it too much knowing i didn't know much i was pretty like whatever didn't know there were many options but i thought that looked like a cool one and uh yeah we came and checked out the school and it seemed pretty cool so yeah it's, it just I heard good things about Kelowna too I was always like oh. growing up is was like that's the place to be yeah be nice you know, whatever every you young know, guy wants yeah, to be yeah in you meet chicks right? there yeah. 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 Here, all these things <laughs> are here and you're like, okay. so, no it seemed like a good place to go and yeah. it was really cool I didn't know much about Excuse me, the technical side of film at all, or like much about certain cameras. I was just shooting like a handy cam with mm. a fish eye until I got to film school. Yeah. So really <laughs> that's know. amazing. Would yeah.
2: you say, um, and you know, everybody says a different answer, but like, is 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 uh, film school needed to?
0: This is a good one. Advance your because career. I'll let you guys decide. Because my but a good buddy of mine grew up with skateboarding, Leo Horn. He asked me this question when I was like just got to film school, and I told yeah. him I was like. I don't think it matters like i think it could it could help like a person like me that like i said didn't know much technically and stuff like probably helped me but now with the internet like even back then with the internet like i'm sure you can make do and find the same information learn the same stuff and so he didn't go to film school and he worked for uh sherpa cinema and like they've really oh. released a few big fi- ski films really yeah. like wow big world recognition like he's doing awesome now he's his own kind of one man band. I think he worked with Sherpa for seven years and stuff. So like, he's killing it. He's doing awesome. I mean, he didn't go to film school. Yeah. So like, yeah. that's proof. right that I think really that's not. the thing <laughs>
2: about like filmmakers. Uh, it's just that like everybody has like their own story, like of how they got there. And like some people went to film school. I went to film school, but it was like 2003, like, you know, so mm-hmm. like there wasn't much of like a YouTube or anything like that. So like it was still kind of like oh white balance, like that is so cool, man. <laughs> like I had no idea about that stuff, and now it's sort of you know that's like on page number one when you're mm. scrolling down how to. It's crazy how much how you could learn now with the internet. Hey. Oh, totally, totally. Yeah. it's crazy. insane. But yeah. like, but like, yeah, but like everybody kind of has just like their own little way, and there's really no right way to do it because in the end it's kind of like well who do you know. And how are you going to get your opportunities yeah. and then yeah. just make the best out of your opportunities? Because, yeah, you, you don't need to, s- you know, spend $20,000 on film school. But then at, at the same time, film school could have opened up opportunities, which it did for me. Yeah. And that's how I kind of made like my, you know, path. Mm-hmm. And but, but everybody's different.
1: Yeah. And I think like it, the, one of the biggest benefits of film school is that uh, you're surrounded by like-minded people. And yeah. so you, you yeah. never know what they're going to go off and do later on in, in life and in their career. And so they can, you can collaborate later into the future and all of a sudden you're in a class of like 20 like-minded people. Whereas if you're just alone in your basement learning, well maybe mm-hmm. you stop getting so self motivated after a little while. But yeah, I, I think. It I feel an like it person. also
3: depends a little bit on like who you are and how you learn, you know, like if you learn totally. better in a classroom setting, then obviously that's going to work better for you. And it also, I, I'm sure it also depends on like what you want to do, like. Mm-hmm. Like, myself, I want to do more documentary work than, than I do, like, feature films, but if I want to go into the film industry, like, I feel like that technical knowledge would be much more beneficial for me going to film school.
0: 100%. Yeah. Just yeah.
1: As
3: long as you're doing shit, then, like, you'll be good.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. Put, put the hours yeah. in. Like, it's just seat time, right? More, you get enough seat time, mm-hmm. you'll figure it out. Yeah. Shoot hoops. <laughs> Shoot hoops. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly, yep. like,
3: our first podcast in is, like, he said something about shooting hoops, and it's... Stuck with me the whole rest of the way. <laughs> I don't know why.
2: I don't, I don't remember that. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Noah's been throwing like, his black t- magic camera through, yeah, the, yeah. through the net. 10,000 10, hours. And now he's a pro. You can Probably. land that thing from like 35 yards out.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Uh,
2: what shows are you watching right now?
0: What shows? I really like Stranger Things, but I haven't watched it yet. Does season 3, yeah, literally, is, or is literally, literally last night. Yeah. Okay. Did you watch you it? No, I haven't watched oh, it, no. Yeah, I, watch I, it. I wish. Yeah. <laughs> not season 3 yet.
1: You've seen 1 and 2, though, eh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of
2: course. <laughs> I haven't seen 2 yet. No? What? No. What, you, what? What are you doing with your life? I don't know. Right well, there was a while there where, like, I just wasn't really watching, like, Netflix. Mm. And, and so now, like, I've had it for, like, a couple months, and I'm just... Like catching up on so many things, <laughs> right? Where I'm like, oh, like there's all these seasons like that mm-hmm. I've been missing, and that people have been talking about. So and like I'm discovering like a whole bunch of new things, and and I just haven't really gotten to season two yet, but
0: it'll happen. The Grand Tour too, that's a good one. Oh, that's, f- that's probably so
2: one of my favorite. That's <laughs> about <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah. Been, we it. That, like, yeah <laughs> were we talking Curtis, about yeah, that? Yeah, 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 we yeah. talked really yeah. about right, right, it. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't I was I used to be a mechanic at Subaru but I never really got into um
0: into the grand tour or anything like that yet. So. I
3: hear I hear the cinematography is like
0: it's all well. The Top Gear, like the old show, was already the best car show. Right and now, the budget, like, is ten or twenty fold Yeah, so, like, so just is like a new, fantastic. I was yeah. reading the stats the other day. They shoot something like thirty-seven different cameras per. Like, that's oh how many my cameras are run constantly. That's like, shooting. God, no, that's,
2: that's so. a project that you want somebody else to edit. <laughs> <That> is, <laughs> I, want, I want to see the room of hard drives. Like, where are that oh home? my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm sure. It's just like rain walls.
0: <laughs> oh, but those guys actually came and shot the track at Area Twenty Seven. Oh, cool. Which is really cool, but. Uh, yeah, I was I didn't get to be there cuz I was away oh. shooting unfortunately, which sucked, but it was pretty cool that those guys come, so yeah.
1: Yeah, no, I got to check that out. What have you been watching, Kelly? Uh,
2: I'm still just watching the same thing as last week, that uh Boy. Dark.
1: Oh, right, right, right. What right. is it? Dark? It's like
2: a German uh Netflix show. Uh it's 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 a science fiction one. It's about like time travel and like and like people in the present are meeting themselves like in the future and like they're and they can also go go back to the past and and it's 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 very complicated mm. to explain but it's a super interesting show but mm. but it's german and it's like overdubbed like in english uh but like with like really good like voice actors so like at first like you're watching them and you're like what's going on here because it it just looks weird uh but like the performance <laughs> like seems like so real
3: all the audio is out of sync well just like the <laughs> lips, because they're talking in German yeah, 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 <laughs> and yeah, then like
2: yeah. and, and and then the audio is like in English right yeah. but uh but I'm almost done that um and uh and then I, w- I I watched uh Evil Genius uh it's like a four episode uh uh sort of true crime um uh, uh mini series about uh this really crazy like bank heist where like they put like this bomb collar like oh, on this what? guy and but is Super, super complicated, crazy case, but just like a true crime thing, which like I, I love. I love murders, as I've publicly stated on this podcast before. <laughs> 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 yeah, the RCMP is watching. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you guys are I'm on the blacklist here now. But what like, was that called? Uh, Evil Genius. Evil i ge- am I'm
3: gonna have to check that and it's out. It's super cool,
2: and yeah, yeah, it's just like a true crime documentary, which cool I always find fascinating. Just you know, people how. Messed up. Oh, totally. P- totally yeah. Yeah. People oh, can so be weird. and stuff. Yeah. That, that's kind of what, what I'm watching. And Friends. Still watching Friends. Always and forever. Oh, my oh, God. Forever. It just doesn't end. <laughs> <laughs> because the girlfriend puts it on, like, oh. at night, right? So it just... And then I'll watch, like, three episodes, and she's sleeping. And then the next night I have to watch the same episodes over <laughs> again. I'm just... <laughs> Constantly
3: watching <laughs> Friends, and I wanted to end so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna start over once you finish the last season. It's gonna start at episode just one. Mean, just
1: anything, anything else. <laughs> Who's your favorite out of what? Friends? Monica, Phoebe, Rachel? Rachel. right Ra- Rachel. Sure. Yeah. Everybody loves Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> Noah.
2: <laughs> Um, you weren't even alive, and I haven't
1: even
3: seen it. So <laughs> that's oh man, you're cool. missing oh. out. Yeah, uh, you I, I couldn't, couldn't get episode. into it, man. I couldn't get into it. It's a classic sitcom. Yeah, um, I watched mid '90s. Hey, nice. Oh my gosh, I yeah, th- I love I love that film. That was yeah, it was fantastic. I thought it was just such a a beautifully crafted story. Yeah, Jonah Hill just killed it in every way. But have you seen have you, Thomas, have you seen mid nineties? I haven't. Oh, man, no, I man. feel like I feel like that's, film. A, film that, yes. feel yeah, like that's a film that I feel like that's a film that you would really enjoy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's like talking about mid nineties and kinda like how like a kid grows up in that situation finding his identity through uh through his, his friends and through skateboarding and then kind of getting into a bit of a bad crowd so that's a film or a series? It's a film.
0: It's a okay. Film, cool. yeah. Yeah. What's, what's it what's it, it called again?
2: It's mid nineties. It's yeah. Yeah. on Netflix. I think it's late eighties. <laughs> 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 no, it took uh Jonah
1: Hill ten years to write that. Yeah. Uh, oh.
2: oh did he sure. did he star in it too? No. No just directed. Oh, it was cool. his first film that he uh yeah written written, oh, written and, and directed. directed. Yeah.
1: And then he hired uh he didn't really hire any um actual actors All the kids kids? are um, real, like skateboarders. Like they're young kids, but they're all street pros. Um, (laughs) With the pros, and then uh, yeah, no, it it is a great film. It shot all um, uh, four Four by by three. three. Yeah, and, uh, just like the mid '90s. <laughs> just like the mid '90s, <laughs> yeah, very yeah. grainy. Lots of hip hop music. Yeah. He did a really cool thing where he he went around to all these like hip hop um, radio channels to promote his film instead of doing like the classic like E Entertainment or whatever like new You're shows. He's just such a
3: hipster. He can't go follow the own, his own way.
1: Yes, and it, and it worked. I think. For yeah. Him. And then um, yeah, no, I think that's a it's a great story because oh, it's every single character has something going on in their life, and you kind of figured that out um, as, as the film goes along. I
3: didn't know they were all just, like, non-actors. Yeah, not That's w- super impressive.
1: Yeah, none of them are, like, true actors. I right.
3: like when they do
2: that. Even, like, um, uh, Slumdog, uh, millionaire? Slumdog Millionaire, yeah. Yeah. there were just two kids, like, from India. Yeah. Crazy. There were two street kids from India. Didn't know that. And they were awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah, it seems uh, a couple of films, especially in the indie scene, people do that all the time because, yeah. you know, you don't have a giant actor that's going to sell out millions and millions of dollars anyways, right. so.
3: Jordan, what have you been watching?
1: Uh, I go through like weird phases where I like I'm like I, I want to watch like some super artistic kind of um, like really well shot films. Mm-hmm. And then like, oh, OK, now I want to go into like sci-fi. because I listen to Bob Lazar podcast and I believe there's aliens uh, visiting us here. We'll on talk Earth about that. We'll talk about though. that. Dude, dude some of here. the stuff. Yeah, Archae-
0: al- archaeological sites and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Serious, man. <laughs> yeah. Those, what, what's what's, isn't what's isn't up it, with those pyramids, bro? <laughs> bro? <next> no, <laughs> it's crazy. That's <guys>. the next podcast. Another one. That's <laughs> happening right after this.
2: That's on another channel
1: um and then, area uh, 51 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> and then uh so right now I'm in my dumb comedy phase. and I've mm. been watching like super bad and I, I watched uh, your highness with like James Franco and, the, and dude I just good though I love Danny yeah. McBride Danny McBride is oh, so man. funny oh, man yeah. he's so funny so I watched uh, your highness and then this is the end and then um uh, I uh, interesting enough, I stumbled across um, these like YouTube. Uh, mayb- maybe they were put on like network television before, but um, I think they called like "Hard Times." They go into like um, high maximum security prisons, and they like talk to these people that are either on oh, like yeah. death row oh, or like in, like or they're in like cells for twenty three hours a day, and then oh, man, yeah, crazy man. stories. Like dude, like this one dude was the most like most articulate and like well read person that I'd 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 seen on T V and stuff like that and he seemed like such a genuine nice guy but he's in this like maximum prison. Some and they hold on to it so long to like, before course, they tell you what course. they what they did to get in there. And then sure enough he was I think he was I think he was like thirty eight or something like that and he uh he had been in prison since he was fifteen. Cause he uh, wow. he he murdered two people when he was thirteen years old. Wow! He man. was like trying. Him and his buddies were trying to get extra money by mowing lawns, and so they like offered the this one family to like if they could mow their lawns. They said no, and then for some reason they like forced their way in the house, and then one thing led to another, and spent his entire life in jail, pretty much. This
3: is insane. Rural.
1: Yeah, it's it's crazy, crazy stories, but it's kind of uh, interesting to just see these characters and and mm-hmm. and and learn about them and kind of see what they're all about so yeah that's what i've been watching cool (laughs) (laughs) i went on a bit (laughs) of a rant there
0: (laughs) so thomas where uh, where can the people find you uh you can check out my website it's thomasbowerbank.com or on facebook and instagram same thing just thomas underscore bowerbank. just kind of google whatever vimeo youtube yeah sweet
2: yeah well Thanks so much for yeah, uh, thank you. dropping Thanks by for having today, me today. It's, this it's fun. awesome hearing uh, your stories and sort of, uh, you know, where you're going to next year. So good luck to you. Um, should we say goodbye as well, too, then, I guess?
1: Well, I mean, b- everybody can see us on our Ancient Aliens podcast next <laughs> oh with uh, Thomas Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll, be <laughs> I'll be with that. Too. <laughs> yeah. oh Let's God, bring in that. Bob Lazar. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, he's on the phone. We've got to get this. <laughs> nah, sure. I'm signing out. Joey okay. Powers. Adios. <laughs> Okay, right.
2: Okay. Peace out. Till next time.